Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, episode number 14. Welcome to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, the show that takes a look at the hottest relationship drama on television. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, and welcome back to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. I am Stephanie Ravenscraft. I am joined by my lovely co-host, Kim. Hello. How are you? Everybody, I am great. How are you? I'm very good. Good, good, I, good. I, we just I'm, watched Testing 1, 2, 3. It was a really one, good episode. Two, three. It was great. I cried. I loved it. I cried I, I laughed. I cried. I yelled at the TV. And, um, you know, that's what makes for good television viewing. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, so, um, I just, I don't know where to start. There's so much that I want to talk about. And... Sweet, Cliff's moving my camera tonight. Um, I'm like, so what is for those that? It looks like a butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a butt. It's the palm of a hand. And for well, all of our listeners but- who are not on here live, we are um, we are streaming this live on UStream. And so next week for the season finale, we could uh, you could come back and join us at gspn.tv. So all that said, where shall we start? Um. Ava has her memory back, which we totally called. Anybody, we totally called here here in the in the GSPN studio. It was very cool, and um, I think that I will give kudos to Cliff and say that they've fallen for each other. Yes, they did. I do too, because she she even said that you know she woke up, it was all there, but there's really nothing to tell. Yeah, it's a pregnant woman and a lousy marriage to a really great guy. guy. He was just too quiet, so she took off. I mean, come on. Seriously. He was too quiet? Who does that? Did you tell him who Cliff is, by the way? Oh, yeah. Cliff's our our producer, my husband, and, um, you know. I I just hang out. He just hangs out. Your husband, not our husband. I said mine. I said our producer, my husband. I, I will I will claim him. Good clarification there, Kim. Good Thank job. You. Um, and so I think that they I think I agree with you. I think that they have um definitely fallen for each other. Yep. They have. A little bit more yeah, than yeah. I thought it was neat that she would not tell him until the end when she realized, well, we're not going anywhere unless I'm honest with him now. And yeah, my name is Rebecca Pope. Here we go. And I think that has, I was I was thinking while I was watching that that would be really cool if that had something to do with the fact why she didn't tell him who she was having mm-hmm. to do with the fact that, you know, maybe she just really didn't like who she was. She, I mean, obviously she didn't like her life because she got up and left. And so who she is when she's with Alex is who she is now. So it doesn't matter who she right. was before. Right, she does not want to deal with any further what she used to be or the situation that she was in, regardless of how good or how bad it wasn't. Absolutely. I I agree. She doesn't want to deal with that. She just wants to move right along. But have they named that baby yet? I don't think think they've named the baby. I didn't hear a baby name this this, this episode. Yeah, he called... um, Alex called the baby just your daughter you know um so i'm pretty sure that there was no baby name right and um but i'm really excited to see where they take that um next week in the finale and then of course next season if if it plays out right um we'll we'll see what alex does with that information now (laughs) (laughs) right i'm sorry i just saw 
Mark's little chat in the um, in the talk shoe. <laughs> At least it wasn't Sumo Baby, which I think was a reference that I made to uh, Baby Ben from the Lost podcast. But that's a whole nother show. <laughs> so <laughs> let's well, let's talk about the intern test. Okay, the intern test. Um, I loved when George walked in the room and totally walked away from Izzy. That was great. That was, yeah. Izzy was like, okay, I'm going to sit here and maybe George will sit next to me because yeah. there's an open seat and <laughs> turned Good right around. Good job, George. I think that's one of the only things he did in that show that I actually liked. And um, right. I was very happy with him kind of just standing up um, yeah. a couple of different times saying that, you know, I'm married. You know, I, I, I can't do this. Of course, then he did tell Meredith that, you know, um, when your parents die, you make big mistakes that you have to live with for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, um, but the test, now they have, th- this. some people may view this as a spoiler, so you may want to skip ahead a few seconds. Um, they have speculated in next week's episode that one person is going to do really poorly on their exams. Right. They did say a bottom percentage of people will get cut from the intern program. Yes. But, um... The, that was on the show. I'm, I'm talking about the... Um, I know. You know what I'm talking about. The powers that be say that someone is going to do really poorly. Would you like to speculate who that would be? Izzy, Izzy, Izzy. Okay, she me wasn't too. Getting any answers right in the beginning when they were doing I the whole quiz so. thing. She's totally, she just wasn't getting She's not anything. focused and she's not getting it. And That so. and she is totally destroying Grey's Anatomy. She is I, bringing the show down. I, a matter of fact, I got to the point where I was about ready to just <laughs> hurl anytime she opened her mouth in this she's show. She's bringing the show down for certain she, viewers. That's more specific. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that she woman. Adds, she adds so. controversy to the show that I mm. quite enjoy. Not to say that I like her character or what she's doing, but I like the controversy in the show. Okay, well, we'll give you that. Let's see what Maggie has to say. <laughs> avoidance, avoidance. <laughs> okay, Maggie, go ahead. Okay, so this didn't happen, but this is what I thought was going to happen when when Meredith didn't ta- do anything on the test. Okay. I thought that Izzy was going to switch hers and Meredith's test because she was saying that George was going to stay at Seattle Grace and that Meredith couldn't leave. So I thought Izzy was going to kind of take herself out of the program. She's too selfish. Too selfish. It did end up happening, but that's what I thought could happen. You know, kind of- she did a very unselfish thing, though. Hold what, on. It what? I, okay, I, wait. I want to see what Kim thinks that she wait, did was selfish. But let me just say, unselfish. it's an interesting theory. Okay, that doesn't go <laughs> yeah. on this show. <laughs> okay, Kim. Oh, she did a very unselfish. There's too many people talking end. to me. <laughs> okay, Kim, I'm raising my hand. Okay, go, go, okay. go. Izzy said the sex didn't mean anything, and she doesn't have feelings for George. And she tells George, "You're not leaving the program because I don't have feelings for you. So you there's not that's... that conflict for me anymore. So you can stay." And she walked away. She thought okay, no. that was all she had to do to get George to stay. No, no, that is the most selfish thing she has ever done. Yes. She is the master manipulator, <laughs> Izzy. Okay, I get where you're coming from. I see it now. <laughs> do you see the light? I see. I see from another point of view. I think it was very selfish for her to want to keep George there with her, but rather unselfish for her to completely deny the feelings to him, so that he could somewhat. She denied the feelings to keep him there in the elevator. Absolutely. 
She wants she, more yeah. elevator moment time with she him. Does. That's the, she does. She has ulterior motives. That woman has a, she is a selfish. You are Izzy haters. I am a Izzy hater. I'm going to get t-shirts printed. We'll sell them and we will make millions. I hate nice. Izzy. She Oh, every, I want to yeah. see her pulverized the whole, oh, this by is the what, bone doctor. Okay, this is at what, the wedding. Yes, I am Cliff devil's I, advocate. Okay, Cliff and I, Cliff and I are, are are calling right now that next week in the season finale at the wedding that Callie is going to squash Izzy like a bug. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm dun, so excited. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> After what happened in the kitchen. You know, if they actually After, yeah, like, about yeah, that taking was wild. it for granted, and I mean, Callie totally knows. She I mean, knows she had that, that look not, on her face, and then Meredith's like, "You're talking about was, Denny, right?" <laughs> I thought she was going to get her right then and there. I'm, yeah, we were hooting and hollering, and you know, if they went yeah. ahead and told the audience that that was going to happen, I bet you they could put Grey's Anatomy on pay per view, and they'd make billions. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mark, do you want to talk or not? <laughs> Izzy, I, I'm confused. <laughs> Izzy gets shot at the wedding. Actually, actually, Mark thinks that Cliff is going to put a climbing axe in her head. <laughs> yeah, but you don't do is, that to friends. Is oh, the, wait. She's not our friend. <laughs> I know. Whoa. Okay, so moving right along from Izzy, because there's really nothing else to say about her. Um, I, I want to talk about Meredith. And Ooh. Meredith and and lots of different lots of different You just deflated Kim. I did. <laughs> did, you, did you hear I that? I heard it. I heard it. Just, oh. Okay. Uh, Meredith was very made me very emotional tonight. I, I cried. But well, I I, I seriously I cried. Um uh, both okay, times. Were you crying at the part when Daddy came in? Um almost. Uh, I mean I was crying. It, it it welled up there and and I could have cried had he kept going, but um I really just wanted to hurt him physically. He did. He like, was like yelling him. at her. You killed her. I mean, I and I, mean, I just felt the pain for her. I did. I you could see it. I mean, you and you they they wrote it very well and the actors, I mean, hats off to them because they are amazing. But you could not only could you, you know, watch it, but you felt like you were experiencing it at the same time. It was great. Yeah, it, it, it was it was very neat the way she was able to hold that emotion in and keep it all bottled up and then she just <laughs> broke down there at the it's cliff picking his nose, is that why we have this please? No. <laughs> no, I, I, I really I can't tell you what's going on yes, over here. Go ahead and tell him. <laughs> He has no pants on, so oh god! <laughs> and, oh, you know. So he came home and was just kept talking about how tired he was, and I couldn't take it anymore. So I sent him to bed, and yeah. Anyway, so I had to I had to get up and turn the light off behind me. <laughs> Moving right along, um, <laughs> so I, I put the splash screen up. That's great. We. Um, you just lost a viewer, Cliff. <laughs> that, that's okay. We, we can handle it. Um, you know, ever oh, since we it. did, ever since we started doing this live streaming thing, it's uh, horrible. Cliff has to wear clothes now. I can't. Oh, get over it. The yeah. enjoyment so. of podcast audio podcasting was that you could come down here and you <laughs> just do your thing. <laughs> now there's this whole dress okay. attire. Requirement. Are you ready? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Speaking of audio podcasting. So. Um, 
yeah, when she when it came to the end where you know the chief put his arm around Meredith, that I cried. And just I, gave I, her the, oh, I was crying too. Yeah, just put his arm around was, her, and that's when the tears started flowing for her yeah. for the first time. She so and that needs, was incredibly moving. She so needs a parent. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm whether that be, you know, she she just needs a parent, and um, I I think that even though she doesn't want the chief butting in she needs yeah. somebody who is just on her side that is true you know? i think she needs somebody on her side and i think that she is going from one extreme to the next by either wanting somebody there for her all of the time and needing these people in her mm-hmm. life to not wanting anybody there at all right you know from the chief to derek and not even communicating at all with derek you well, know, she went back to take that test for the second time, and Derek didn't even didn't know. know he that saw she, all of his yeah. friends waiting in the background. You know who? You know whose fault that is. That's Derek's, because when Meredith was ready to open herself up to him, he shut her out. Yes, he did. And so naturally, she's going to revert back to what she knows. Right. I mean that I, I don't place that blame on her yet. You need the continuation to make a change it needs to be consistent yeah and he did not allow her that opportunity not to say that it's all his fault but i mean he does it's always a man's fault there. kim it's always yeah. the man's fault yes <laughs> <laughs> it's always the man's fault um so yeah i just the whole i i that's all I have to say about Meredith and Derek because there wasn't much going on. I mean, there was a lot going on, but there wasn't much going on. It was just that I, I really, I think that he shut her out and and she doesn't know how to get past that. That is true. You know? And so, Meredith and I know that Claire wanted I mean, to The talk last about- time, well, one quick second about Derek. Okay. The last time that we actually saw Derek try to communicate at all was right after uh, her dad smacked her in the face and he just tried to grab her and that was the last time we actually saw him try to communicate with her you know in any right viable means the only thing i'll add to the conversation is that he did turn down the invitation from the girl at the bachelor party he wasn't very happy about it he only yeah did i he mean he was like there. yeah i don't think he did just because his friends were there but anyway that, that's just, okay. I, I I think I think that he I think that was an indication that he's still torn. That yeah, oh, you're right. I, okay. I give you that. You know, but I think that he probably would have taken it up if his friends weren't there. He would have had that drink with her. Okay. I really do, just because of all of the you know the conflict right now. You know, the underlying conflict between him and Meredith that isn't necessarily acknowledged by either. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm processing that. <laughs> That's all right. It, yeah, um, my, my brain is starting to slow down. So before I interrupted you about the the whole last Derek comment, you said that somebody else has a had a had something to say. Yeah, um, before you came in, I was chatting with Claire, who's in the chat mm-hmm. room, and um, and dialed in, and she wanted to say something about Meredith and George. Was that right, Claire? Unmute her, babe. Claire, you're on. Uh- Almost. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Now she's on. Yeah. Hi, guys. Um, hey, Claire. I don't, I don't know. I was... That bench scene that they had 
was so confusing because I don't know what he was talking about. Was he talking about his marriage or was he talking about him having sex with Izzy? Because I'm hoping he's talking about him having sex with Izzy and how he was so confused about after his father died. I think he's talking about his marriage. I, okay. I got that. He's I'm pr- confused. Hopefully he's Where talking about... Um, when George says to Meredith that when your parents die, it doesn't make sense, and uh. you do things that don't make sense, and you do you make some bad mistakes, and that or you make some bad decisions that you will have to live with for a very long life. time. Mm-hmm. Um, can we? Uh, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Did you put that there so I could use it? Yes. Nifty. Then he needs to get divorced because that's not fair. I don't know. I don't think George feels. I, I don't think George believes in divorce. I think that he's really going to... Um, no, he very much said that he doesn't believe in divorce yeah, last he, episode. He's, he's going to give it a go. Well, but that's and, not fair, then. That's what I'm saying. It's not fair. That, no, like, it's not, it's not fair to... He's in a marriage that he doesn't even want to be in. Yeah, it's not fair to Callie. Well, it, no, I, it's definitely not. I, I, and I, we know now he's in love... I'm sorry. He knows now that he's, we are, he's in love with Izzy. We know that because he would have had sex with her if he didn't love her. I don't know. Uh, he oh, was drunk. No, that's I, not true. I, I, I definitely <laughs> agree with that. He was drunk. You'd probably had sex with her either way. But um, Yeah, but I, I want to say that George, as much as I hate him and I think he's a louse right now <laughs> because he is just uh, basically taking advantage of this whole situation uh, from, you know, basically he's being selfish too. I mean, he's really, through any of this, he's not allowed his wife to be any part of this. You know, he's he's right. not he's not brought his wife in. He's not shared what he he's should. going through. I mean, I mean, Callie's. Not, I mean, she's not in the dark, but she he's left her in the dark. And hey, Cliff. Yes. Who do you like on this show? Um, <laughs> hold on. Uh, I, I think I shared that. I, Bailey. Uh, that was like two episodes ago. Two two episodes ago. I only like Bailey, and I only like Burke. You didn't. Okay. You didn't hear that episode. Uh, I'm sorry. I must have slipped. It must have got pushed out of my mind by all the hate. There, there was, there was, there was a week that you were sick, and I had to fill your shoes for a little bit. Uh, that, oh. And that was the Cliff hates everybody but Burke and uh, Bailey. So you fill my shoes with that hate. Was, that that yes. was the McMurderer. Oh, I see. That, yeah, that yeah. was the Izzy McMurderer episode. So I'm so sorry. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, on the other hand. I think I only dislike George and Izzy right now. So okay, we we can let you hang around because. But anyway, so I, I just I think that it's not. I don't think it's that it's fair to Callie that that he continues to lead her on like this. But you know the thing is, is they they made a decision together to get married in haste. I mean, this isn't just George's <laughs> fault that they got That's married. True. That's but true. But the fact is, is now right. as George will tell you, we are married. And I don't believe in divorce. And he has taken step a step to move to another hospital for the sake of his marriage. So he, he's taking steps. He's trying to. I still think he's a weasel for kissing her yet again in yes, the elevator. Right. Uh, but the thing is, is, is he's a more stand-up guy than Izzy could ever... Well, obviously, Izzy will never be a stand-up guy, but <laughs> just let's just say that 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 George has the possibility of being on my "I don't hate you" list uh, in the future. Good. Okay. Izzy Happy to hear will never that there get is there. possibility there. 
Uh, yeah, I think Izzy's going to fail the intern exam. She was just way too distracted. Wasn't she getting was. any of the answers yeah. right when they were quizzing her at the beginning. And she's just, she's gone. She she should have been out last season. She should have been out at the end of last season. But we won't go there. So let's talk. No. Okay, we're I'm done sorry. there. We're I done was, there. I was just gonna say they should give her like an extra. Said we're done. <laughs> an extra point question. Seriously. <laughs> so since we're since we're talking about George, let's talk about Kelly. Let's talk about Kelly. I liked it at the beginning how Kelly was so excited for him that he got the job at Mercy West, and, and she's like, "You, you." You're going to come home to me and you're going to get to tell me about your day because I won't already. No, I know. Like, She's really excited. It's so, <laughs> it's so cute. And again, I think I that mean, is so typical of Callie, though, because she's always got this idea of the perfect relationship, the perfect marriage, how she thinks the perfect man is and the perfect relationship. And right. she's talking about the perfect marriage, you know, perfect marriage, quote unquote, is when a couple comes home and they get to talk to each other about. It. So how was your day? And I think right. that that's just kind of where she's going. With right. This that, that is. Is. And I think that in that moment, he should have, like, reciprocated our excitement. And you the think? fact that he didn't just really got on my nerves. Oh, yeah. So, um, I, I like Callie sometimes. <laughs> and right now, I just really want to see her, you know, get the upper hand. I feel like she's she's just so in the dark about everything going on. And... Oh my well, goodness. that's not true. So. When she was talking to Addison, she was completely recognizing that her and George need to have a fresh start and to get away from all the quote-unquote crap. Yes, but having a baby is not going to fix their problems. No, but she was talking about, um, in reference to Addison and the baby talk, it was I know. You know talking about George going over to Mercy West, yeah. and I thought that that was and neat that it, she actually recognized that they need that fresh start. She's seen that there's something going on. You know what I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But I did kind of get the impression that she thinks that, you know, George goes to Mercy West and, and then it'll be time. You know? And, oh, and yeah. Then, and then it'll be time and, and it'll be okay. And I have to say that, honestly, you have to be married for several years <laughs> before you invite those crazy kids into the mix. You know? Seriously. Not that, not yeah. that you can't. You know, my good friend of mine has been, you know, married for 10 years this summer. They had their first child in their first year of marriage, and, and their marriage is great. I'm not saying that it can't happen, but wow, what? how much better you'll know each other when the kids are gone yeah, if you know each other I mean, before they get there. <laughs> Where I'm coming from, <laughs> I had my first child, my only child, huh? Five months into my marriage. So, yeah, yeah, that didn't work out too well. I get where you're coming from. You need that relationship to right. build upon in order to have a healthy relationship Absolutely. with mom, dad, and child. Absolutely. And um, so I, I think Callie needs to wait. She she needs to put off those hopes of a baby for a while. Um, let's, yeah, she's looking way too far ahead. Yeah, she needs she, to she's jumping on the gun. here in the now. Absolutely. So what about... Um, what about... Poor Addison. Wasn't a baby so bad. Everyone oh around gosh. her is pregnant. I mean, or, you know, trying to adopt I th- a baby. I seriously thought Callie was going to get, was going to be pregnant there. I did too. I'm sitting here looking at the, the, the screen going, oh my gosh, no, no she can't be pregnant. No. So, so was I. So was I. But, um, you know, I really, I felt her pain because there was a time before we had children 
when I was really, really ready to start to, to get pregnant and have a baby, but Cliff wasn't quite ready yet. And so we waited and I'm glad that we did because the timing was perfect. But in that, in that season of my life, I swear every time I turned around, somebody close to me was pregnant and I'm like, just stop. Just please stop. No more babies can be born until I have one. And um, (laughs) obviously that didn't happen. But I I just, I so felt for Addison and and her want to have a baby. And I think that it would be really cool if um, she gets one of these twins. Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, that would be neat. So I thought I'd like I thought that. that yeah, because Joe obviously is like is lucky that he's gonna, yeah. was able to handle the thought of just one being inside <laughs> right. of that belly. My he, gosh, he's so funny. Um, so what else is okay? Christina is totally freaking out about the wedding, but not Ooh. really wanting to deal with it. No, she's not. She's totally in avoidance, which, you know, sometimes it's better just to pretend that the elephant isn't in the room. That's right. Although it is, and it won't go away. (laughs) And yeah, sometimes it'll step on you and, you know, she'll find out tomorrow, which is next week for us. Right. So, hmm. I'm, uh, I I think they'll be married. I think, I think they'll be married by the end of the season. Oh, heck yeah. They're going to be married. You know, I I don't think that. I think that. If anything, maybe the cliffhanger, one of the cliffhangers anyways, will be that uh, we're going to see the doors of the chapel and just waiting for her to come through. Because I don't know if you saw the previews or not, but it, it was kind of questionable there. It, it, it did appear it did appear questionable. Um, let's mm-hmm. see. Claire, um, what do you have to add? So I have a question. If all the doctors are going to be at the wedding, who's going to be in the hospital? Sydney, <laughs> Sydney, I'm sure she's not invited. She's too perky. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a good question. I always wondered that. I always wondered that. I I don't know. Huh. You know, it's because it's TV, and so they can just close the hospital for a day. You know? I think that they kind of tried to address that during this episode when uh, they were all fighting over Callie and who, you know, who they would get as the ortho person. And yeah. Bailey said, you know, she's not the only only resident she's here. She's not the only, the only ortho here. resident right. here. Okay. Yeah. Claire, you're back on. Why am I on? <laughs> um, um, you hit your button. Oh, did I? I'm were sorry. You, were you done? Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, we'll we'll mute you back, and we will move right along to. Um, okay. Well, we won't move along yet. We'll go see what what Mark has to say. Okay, Mark. Well, I was going to say that that uh, I, mean, I don't know if you're going to you were just going to bring this up, but the whole thing with Adele. I mean, yes. while you're talking about pregnancy, that's where I was going. I think it's interesting to talk. Okay, I'm so sorry. That's Never okay. mind. I think we were separated at birth. <laughs> We must have been. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to put Mark back on mute and talk about Chief and Adele. And um, how she spent her whole life waiting on that man. Finally gave up on the hope to have children. I thought it was interesting that she said she resigned her, resigned yep. it to herself a long time ago that she wasn't going to have kids. Yes. 
It's like she just knew that there was no way she was going to have kids without and a, an active husband. So now she goes out and is, you know, I don't know if she's in one relationship or many and, and ends up pregnant. Apparently. Mm. Apparently. Yeah. And I thought it was neat that um, Addison asked who the father was, and, and Adele's like, well, you can, we ask. can ask. And we didn't get an answer. Right. Do we know who the father is, maybe? I don't maybe? know. Do we know the father? That That's, that's Obviously kind we of don't what know I'm who leaving. It is. Yeah. Cliff says like it's Maggie the and I were talking while we were watching the episode, and I, and I said, you know, hey, maybe it's Mark Sloan's. <laughs> <laughs> Why not everybody else has slept with Mark? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, once a man whore, always a man whore. Um, which he says about himself. I'm not, I'm not making that up. Yeah. Um, okay. I know I'm leaving something out that I really wanted to talk about. Okay. Did you hear With me say Adele? that? Um, I don't know. Anyway. We'll she keep, passed we'll, out at the end. She passed out at the end. And he, it's just so... Even when he's like standing at when the chief is standing at the door, and um, mm-hmm. standing at the bathroom door, and he's yelling in, and I've moved on, and you don't have to hide from me. I know you saw me, <laughs> and um, and and all this stuff. It's really evident that he still loves her. Oh, absolutely, you know? undoubtedly. And, and I just find, and I really, I think that she has love, still loves him. But you can only take so much. Why do I hear myself? She just doesn't believe that he will ever commit to her. Producer fully man. Without. Hold on. I need to ask my producer why I can hear my echo. It's because there's either one of two things. Either Kim might have her headphones turned up really loud and okay. her microphone's picking it up. Okay. Or the other thing is that no. Skype is just uh, playing okay. around. Well, Skype must be playing around because I can hear myself. Yeah, I've been having Skype yeah. issues over here with audio going Skype. weird. Okay, so, yeah. yeah, it's okay. just Skype. Skype driving me crazy. Thank you, producer man. You're welcome. And um, so I just I would really like to see them reconcile because to let to let your stubbornness get in the way. Of, this is really bugging me <laughs> of your of your true love. It's just it's just you know stubborn stupid i think that hopefully maybe next season they will find a way to reconcile um and i think that richard will maybe not be happy at first by the fact that adele will be having somebody else's child i think madel's i I if anybody can work through it it will be richard i think she's miscarried anybody you see all that blood on the floor yeah yeah I, i i think she's miscarried i think that regardless of if she miscarries or not and i i do think that richard is such an honorable man that he would take responsibility for that child regardless of if it's his yeah i i think that he wants that i i i think that in his in this time where he's been you know resigning and and waiting to to name the next um the next chief that he's really finding out what he really missed out on Mm-hmm. And uh, and I agree. So Maggie, yes, I still think that that he will he will retire because they say that that the new chief will be named in the finale. And that's uh, right. They said the next day that the the yeah. chief has to make his recommendation. Right. I, I think that the new chief will be named next week in the finale, and um, I hope that it's 
I I don't know who I hope that it is, but um, I really I didn't <laughs> want the chief to retire for a while, but now I think that it's it's his right move. Right. Right. So, um, I, yeah, I want to see them back together. And did I leave anything out? I, I feel like I left something out. What did I miss? Um. Okay, Maggie's going to tell us what we missed, hopefully. Tell us, Maggie. The, the bachelor party with the boys. And then Addison joining them. That was crazy. Why? Why? <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. I am not your entertainment. I'm not going to strip for you. Uh, Mark and Derek are both like, we've, we've seen, seen it. it. Yeah. And, and poor Burke's Preston's like, like, I have it. <laughs> I like, yeah, that that was so awesome. <laughs> and I think the girl in the bar, I think that may be one of Meredith's half-sisters. I'm not 100% sure that it's the same girl that came and got Thatcher. Hey, that's a good thought. But I think it's, um, I think it's one of the half-sisters. Okay. That, so. that, that's a good thought. I don't think it's the same one that came and got, it's, it's clearly not the same actress that came and got Thatcher from, that was following him through the hospital. Um, but, yeah, I like that. So. I think they did talk about Molly having one or two other sisters, yes. though. Didn't it's they? Just, one other, yeah. I think it's, I think it's, her name is Lexi. I don't know. Yes. That, that would be that interesting right. if they come back next week and it turns out that uh, he deci- he went over after everybody left and went ahead and uh, took her up on her offer of um, a drink and uh, then def- only to find out that it's, it's, uh, Meredith's sister, half sister. That that would be interesting. That would be interesting. That'd but be I that won't would like that, it. that would be something that would be uh, eligible for season finale kind of that reveal. Would be season fin- yeah. Last year's season finale just ended so well with the whole um, choice, you know, the whole choosing. I yeah with so, McVet. Yeah, have you you saw that right? Mm-hmm. You finished season two. Um, but not not so much not so much the story of it, but the way they just dropped it off with them both saying, you know, Meredith and her looking both, you know. So I'd right. really like to see, you know, I don't know what I'd like to see. I'd like to see Maybe it right now. It with Christina looking back and forth between the door to go into the <laughs> chapel and the door to leave the church. <laughs> I don't think Meredith is going to let her run. Because just like last week, we talked about how, you know, Preston keeps making all these choices for her and saying that I know that she'll be happy and I know that she'll be glad we did this. I think Meredith Mm -hmm. is that same person for Christina. I think she has, Christina has two of those people in her life, one being Preston, one being Meredith. I like that. I, I think that she will, Meredith will not let her run. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, when Callie was in the surgery, she was talking about how she used to climb and it was, yeah, it was painful. It was hellish. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the top, there is nothing like it. And I thought that that was really symbolic because, you know, Burke was too. there and Christina was there. It was very symbolic of what they're about to, to get into is the wedding. I, so I'm so glad that we were on the same page yep. there. I, 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 I did. I, I thought that was very symbolic and it really, it just really matches up with where, um, 
I think it really closes off the questions that you saw in Preston when you said that last week you said you thought that he was questioning the whole thing because of what George was saying. And then Mm -hmm. I think hearing, you know, Callie's side and through the story about mountain climbing. Right. um, Right. I, I think that that really, really tied up that whole story for me. That's what else I wanted to talk about. Mountain climbing. I mean, hello. <laughs> Obviously not my cup Ooh. of tea. But um, <laughs> that uh, Cliff and I had both thought for a moment that they're the fourth friend, the, mm-hmm. the missing guy. We thought that they like ate him. But that, that's, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'm not the only one who's like totally disgusting. <laughs> But um, so I was glad to see him come in the ER at the end, even if he did have an axe in his head. But um, Uh so, yeah, would you ever do that? Because I wouldn't. Mountain climb? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to ask, would you ever eat a friend? (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, man. No, No. I I have done very light mountain climbing before. Okay. Back before I hurt my knee, but yeah, I used to do that a little bit here and yeah. there. I mean, I didn't necessarily do it with the harnesses to where mm-hmm. I could fall to my death, but it was still a little bit scary. Okay. Yeah, it, that's just not something I would do in a million years. <laughs> I would just wonder if anybody else would. I'm not... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a bad knee also, so that's not even something I would attempt. Um, but I did like for the story, and I wanted to ask if... One of, one of the one of the guys who was initially brought in looks mm-hmm. so much so much like the intern that hit the family. Yes. Uh, did you think that? Yes, because completely. I think it's the I, you same just actor. reminded me of where I saw him from. I think so too. I think it's the exact same actor and um it just oh uh, yeah, anyway, it totally reminded me of him and I'm like already convinced that ABC reuses all of their actors so I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I just nice. thought that you know they were reusing so but uh, the frostbite well, was still a little the more than I wanted guys. yeah I, the frostbite was a little bit more than I wanted to um to see yeah I understand um Mark Sloan was doing some surgery on one of the guy's arms or his hands or something like that hands. he was telling was it his hand mm-hmm Okay. Hand. So he was telling George, and I think Izzy was there too, that the only way to save the, the life is to make to make this specific cut. And I also thought that that was very symbolic of George's everything, relationship with Izzy. Everything that was spoken in this episode was symbolic to something or someone. Right. It, and it, I think it's really neat to explore those aspects of it because... You know, some people think that we only come on here and we kind of recap the show, but that's not what we're about. We're about exploring the deeper meaning behind what happens in the show. And I really like that. Is there a reason why he said, well, you got to cut both of them off? Did he say both of them? Did he? Yeah. Oh, I don't recall that. Yeah. Maggie's nodding her head. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They definitely, he, that, that's why I'm saying that, that if, if that's symbolic. Oh yeah. Because she, she was saying that, why do you have to? Yeah. Don't you want to Fair, keep the one yes. that only one of them's really weak or something Very like that? Good. So yeah, cut them both off. 
<laughs> but okay, my idea about that now is if he was to cut them both off, if it's symbolic to the relationship between Izzy and George, that means George needs to cut himself off from Izzy, and Izzy also needs to cut himself, cut herself off from George. I don't think it would be that George needs to cut himself from Callie and Izzy. I think it's just George versus Izzy, and Izzy versus George need to be severed. So okay. that's two cuts. Okay. What do you think? I, I'll I'll buy it. <laughs> liked it better the other way, but I'll okay. buy it. <laughs> 50, fifty bucks. Let's go. I have fifty <laughs> bucks, and I'm not a betting woman, so um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we won't go there. What else did I want to talk about? Um, my brain is thinking, so talk through my dead silence. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys in the the chat room yeah. think? Did did I miss Somebody anything? Somebody a bone here. Come on. Did anybody else want to share? Hmm. No. Going once. They don't have going anything else. Why? <laughs> Seriously. Okay, Mark. My long lost brother. Go ahead. Hey, Mark. <laughs> Well, hey there. You know, I didn't want to necessarily share anything else about the show, but if you don't mind a shameless plug, um, we have not. just started. We've just started um, producing video podcasts for the Culinary Podcast Network, Did and you? we have put up the first food philosophy podcast, uh, video podcast, and the first uh, remarkable palate video podcast is going up later tonight. Uh, the Ooh. food philosophy podcast. While we were in San Francisco last week, we went and had a dinner at the Stinky Rose which is an all-garlic restaurant. Oh, my And uh, we did a little video podcast oh. from it, and Jennifer, Jennifer did an audio podcast from The Thinking Rose. So any of you garlic lovers, mm. even if you aren't garlic lovers, garlic. Uh, our, yeah, we're starting our first video podcast, so go check it out. My Remarkable Palette video podcast is all about Pinot Noir. It, it was... Uh, well, where can uh, we find it at, Mark? Tell at www.culinarypodcastnetwork.com. Fantastic. Well, thank okay, you. I have to make a mental so thanks note. Thanks for allowing me to plug. Uh, Absolutely. The, uh, stuff. Anytime. I was going to say, of course, we can take shameless plugs unless they're direct. You know, if it was another Grey's Anatomy f- podcast, I, I couldn't plug that. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sorry. It's, podcast. it's the podcast where we don't hate the whole cast. <laughs> Woo! I don't hate the whole cast. Cliff hates the whole cast. I'm, okay, you know, I'm trying to change that, but <laughs> you know what can you do? <laughs> if I knew how to work the equipment, maybe I could, you know, weed him out a little bit. But I don't. So, I'm, clearly, I'm kidding. It's funny. Clearly, I gotcha. I'm kidding. I got gotcha. you. So, anyway, Cliff has been having a hard time getting my jokes lately, so now I have to, you know, not really my jokes, but you know. When I'm just joking with him, when I'm just kidding, he's been, you know, so I have to tell him. I'm just kidding right now because evidently I've been really stressed and serious lately. So, Maggie, what do you got for me? I got one more thing, which I talked about it a little bit with Kim during uh, during our commercial talking, but why did Thatcher come to the hospital to tell, tell Meredith not to go? What... I mean, I don't, I'm not sure I understand that part and why he kind of made the effort to have her not come. He just didn't want to. Or like a dramatic TV effect, you know. Well, right. Maybe he didn't want the confrontation there at the the, the wake and the funeral. He didn't want to have to he smack her again in front of his everybody. other kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
That should be the title of this episode. <laughs> so, what so clearly he... He didn't want to slap her in front of her other, his other kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think we'd have to write a song first to, to make that a title. So, But um, I just... I, a lot of it just goes back to he's just a wimp. He is really starting to get on my nerves. No one needs to hear that from a parent. No one. She, it was not her fault that, you know, but, no, you know, she I did could not jump on. kill her. She didn't, you know, and she died of a complication. And whether it was a routine surgery or not, there are, with all surgeries, there are risks. And you hear people say that all the time. And, you know, she, she did trust Meredith, but that doesn't mean that Meredith has control over you know right you know it's like i even wonder if if thatcher even blames meredith for the fact that the relationship between he and her mom didn't work out probably ellis yeah ellis he doesn't seem like the type of man to take responsibility for very much so no because he never took responsibility for meredith and he doesn't plan to anytime soon it appears no it appears that way and i think that she's better off right now so, okay, now I'll ask again. Did we miss anything? I am not. I think that we have anything. covered this episode frontwards and backwards twice. I think we're good. I think so. Hey, but, uh, you know, Meredith had a fake mommy, but now, as, yeah. as, let's see, who Photo just AJ. Wrote that I, yeah, photo away, they just said. Meredith the, now has a fake daddy. Fake daddy, yeah. And, uh, but she's not so sure she wants him. I mean, you know? She does. She just doesn't. <laughs> you know? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> she wants him as the consoling part, but she doesn't want him she to protect doesn't want, her. Right. Well, she's never had that. Right. You know? So, anyway, I think that we should wrap this up now because we're, we're getting close to an hour. And I am so excited about the season finale next week. We have a season finale next week? Yeah. Oh. Next week. Too quick. I know. And the title of next week's episode is Didn't We Almost Have It All. Didn't we? Ooh, oh. I don't like that. I love that song, though. That's a quite disturbing um, episode title. No. Didn't we almost have it all? That could be anybody. Actually, okay, that could, it be could be anybody. all of them. Add a, yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that really, if you think about it, that title fits every one of them in their current that's true life that's stage true. It could I'm be sorry uh, my brain is shutting down Cliff's over here looking at me like come on you know get it out get it in <laughs> I mean <laughs> you're doing great Steph thanks so it's okay I but um, I'll again. see I will see you and every one of you next week seriously seriously the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast is a production of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. 
This show was recorded live in front of an internet audience. Internet audience. To learn how you can participate in our live shows, please visit our website at gspn.tv. gspn.tv. Thanks for listening. This show is brought to you by Talk Show. Create your own internet talk show. Check it out at T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E dot com.